Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Relatable AF. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Brian, Aiden, and Markel. It was a lot of fun, and I think we're actually going to plan on doing a part two soon. Today, Brandy is actually out of town with her boyfriend. Um, they went for the weekend for Easter, so I'm missing her a lot. I know you guys probably are, too, but I have a special guest today, Brian, <laughs> my husband, Brian. So... We're going to talk a little bit about what's happened this past week with us. Um, this episode probably won't be too long just because it's Easter and we have other things that we want to do today. But Brian, now nah, we're being lazy today. Do you want to start talking about what happened to you this past week? What happened to me this past week? Yeah. Brian's in nursing school right now. So he had to go work at an old person's home and he saw some shit. Well, not really saw some stuff, but so... I work full-time. I also just started full-time nursing school, so I'm super busy. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the second half of this first semester is what's called clinical. So that's where you have to work at a certain medical location. So for this semester, for us being new students, it's a long-term care facility for older folks. So some, you know, half of them are um, getting out of the hospital for maybe a certain type of surgery or something that's going on. Um, and they're living at this place um, while they're rehabbing and they are eventually going to go home. So those are people that oh, they're going to go home. Yeah. Half of them. So half the facility is like, you know, an older person who let's say lives alone um, and got injured, fell, hurt, broke their hip, whatever, you know, some, that's just an example, but there's many different cases, um, but they are getting, you know, rehabbing, getting better and they're going to go home. But during this time that they got the injury or whatever's going on, they can't live alone. They just can't perform their activities of daily living, okay. showering, feeding themselves, that type of stuff they need help with, but they're going to go home. Now the other half are people that live there permanently and they're going to okay. be there. That makes more they're going to be there until they pass away. So those are people that have more severe injuries. Um, uh, and then there's a lot of people that aren't really of sound mind. So a lot of dementia and Alzheimer's and things that's like that. That's so sad. Yeah. So that's, um, it's great to be there and to learn. Um, they, I think they love having us there because they don't, you know, especially with COVID going on, a lot of the visitation has gone down. Are they allowed to have families there <clears throat> now? Um, there's different restrictions. So it was really restricted before. And now it's starting to loosen up again. But yes, yeah, some people do have visitors. That's good. Um, I don't know exactly how all, the, all their rules and everything work. Um, but yeah, there's. Uh, it's really sad to see some of the people who... Um, aren't really with it. They don't know where they are, what's going on. Um, sometimes you'll, you'll see people, um, rolling around in a, uh, like a wheelchair and they're just like confused and scared. And you know what I mean? You said one lady was crying. Yeah. This one lady was really sad. She was crying and I was trying to ask her what I could do to help her. And she was kind of mumbling gibberish and I, she's not really all there. Aww, and it was just terrible. That's so sad. I've already had this conversation with, I think we talked about it, but I talked about it with my brother as well. Like we I, were talking about it with somebody at work who used to be a caregiver the other day. Remember? But yeah, but I've talked about it with plenty of people and it's like, I guess it depends on what your spiritual beliefs are or if you're religious or whatever. Or if you think there's something after this life, but if I know if I ever get like that, uh, I just want to go. I just want to be like euthanized. I don't. That's, yeah, they don't do that yet, though. They do in Oregon. So you want me to I drive you think to Oregon, Vermont as well? 
if I'm not with it and I don't know where I am, or I what's feel like happening by the time me, we're at that age, though, they are going to have that yeah. like everywhere. And there's a difference between like being a little confused and misremembering things and then just totally being like, well, you're after. already there. You already yeah, don't remember being 37, things. I'm old. So, <laughs> um, uh, but there's a difference between being forgetful and things like that. And then just being like day after day, you don't know where you are or what's going on or like even who your family is or. Yeah. That's really scary to me. We had family friends who were like that. And she, I went with my mom to go visit them and um, they're the ones who passed away like a year ago. Mm -hmm. We went to their funeral or memorial, but um, my mom had done their hair forever. And when we went there, she was like jealous of my mom because my mom was bringing her husband food. Like mm -hmm. she didn't know who she was. She thought she was just some like young woman bringing her husband food. And she always forgot that she had to use the bathroom. So she'd have to like, she'd walk to the bathroom and then um, wouldn't remember why she was going there and then walk back and then ask her husband to take her back. Like, it was just so sad. I do that. I walk into rooms all the time and I'm like, okay, it was, it was actual dementia though. It wasn't on the bright side of that though. When they passed away, um, when he was laying in a hospital bed, she didn't recognize him. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of like, that guy's not going to last long. Um, which is, sounds really bad, but it's actually kind of sweet because yeah. they died like a couple weeks apart from each other and they were married for like ever. So she doesn't have to live through the pain of like losing her, her husband person. Yeah. And yeah. then she died like two weeks later. So it was kind of amazing. In yeah, a there's way. a weird connection that happens. I have an uncle, mar uh, uncle that married into the family and I'm pretty sure like, I want to say 10 to 15 years ago, his parents died, um, like a week or two apart. Yeah. It was just like. You hear about hamsters doing that. Hamsters? <laughs> or like one of my friends. Well, she, you just said you you hear about. I don't hear about hamsters. Oh, well, that. I've heard about like animals doing that. Like my friend's ferrets, Cheech and Chong, one of them died. And then the other one died a week later. You have friends who have ferrets named Cheech and Chong? Well, they're dead now, but yeah. Okay. The friend. Yeah. It was really sweet though. Um. Okay, so we always talk about shows we've been watching and stuff like that on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Brian wouldn't know because he never listens to the podcast, but um, we do. So one thing now that I have Brian stuck here that I can talk to him about mm -hmm. is Demi Lovato's documentary. Because I've tried talking to him about it and getting him to watch it before and he didn't want to. Um, she just had a documentary. Was, How many documentaries about this chick are we going to have? Okay, there was that documentary that is we... Is she that cool and interesting? The documentary that we had watched was like two years ago. Okay. Well, I saw it recently. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, and now there's another one, but the new one is about like her overdose. So and two that. years from now we'll have a third one and she's only like 28. So she's, by the time she dies, we're looking at like 30 documentaries. I hope so. It was pretty good. So what was really cool about this documentary was, um, nothing. That's not true. It was amazing. Actually okay. is her family and her team. Like, like one, for example, like one person was sitting in a chair and they're like, wait, you actually want me to talk about heroin? Like we're actually doing this. Like they laid everything out and like everything that she'd been doing. And it's just, it's really crazy to me. And it's really sad. Like she was basically, I guess she decided to drink again, just like randomly one day said she was going to drink again. Mm -hmm. And then she was like nine years sober. Six. What? Six. I thought That's she, what was... she said on the podcast. Oh, I thought she was like nine years sober, but anyways, she was a lot of years sober and she decided just to drink again. So her family and friends like knew she was drinking. Mm -hmm. um, but then she'd go home and like call her drug dealer. And she started doing like heroin and Coke and all that stuff together. Yeah. Um, but the one night I think she had like, she had 
a couple strokes and now she can't like see any, which she can see, but she has like blind spots in her vision mm-hmm. and has permanent brain damage. Isn't that terrifying? Yes. Like when she did, you listen to the entire podcast and she was telling Joe Rogan how um, she could only see his eyes. Like she couldn't see the rest of his face. So she was focused on his eyes. That doesn't make sense. I haven't listened to the whole podcast. So well, I've if you watch, and I've gotten maybe thirty minutes or an hour, and I can't remember. If you watch the documentary, <laughs> her um, neurologist who was there who saved her life, the doctor is actually in the documentary and explains everything that happened to her. So how does she do regular daily things? She can't drive. She a can't car drive ever again. No. Wow, that sucks. So they basically told her within six months of recovery, when she hit six months, like after her strokes, like that's like the best. Because she can't get. see, or because she's a woman. Because she can't see. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyways, I driving's thought, dangerous. I thought that was pretty cool. Pr- pretty cool that she's okay. I didn't mean pretty cool that she almost Good died. God. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, doing drugs is scary. Yeah. You can uh, you can make a mistake one night and have it affect the rest of your life. Yeah, that's pretty much what she said. I was pretty lucky. I never had any. Um, you never overdosed or anything. I was like really bad off in terms of my habit and my addiction, but. Um, no, I never, I never overdosed and had to be like revived or given Narcan or, you know, you hear stories about. So the two things that are really dangerous um, is withdrawing from alcohol and withdrawing from benzodiazepine. So that'd be that's like, literally what she said in the podcast. Yeah, so that's like your Klonopin and your Xanax and all that type of stuff, which are prescribed like crazy for people's anxiety. But apparently, those are the two. They work on your central nervous system. You can withdraw and have seizures and and things like that and actually die. But you could be a full-blown crazy heroin addict and withdraw, and you're just going to feel like shit. For That's a week. what she said. She said, basically, "But you're not going to die. You'll be okay. It's going to suck. You're going to wish you were going, you know, going to die." Yeah. Yeah. If anybody listens to the Blonde Files podcast, which you should, if you're interested in I those, can't types say of- I've ever even heard of that. <laughs> well, it's um, if anybody knows who Chuck Loris, he's the Big Bang Theory writer, and he writes a lot of sitcoms and stuff like that. He's um, like CBS. It's his wife. And she has a super sad but amazing story about recovery. And she talks about she was a big drinker. And she talks about when she um, had a grand mal seizure and almost died. From alcohol? Um, yeah, and a couple of other things. I don't want to say, like, her whole story. But she goes into it on her mm-hmm. podcast. And it's pretty amazing how where she is now. Um, but, yeah, it's super scary. It's yeah. really, really scary. Yeah, I used to um... – I used to get prescribed Klonopin and Xanax and stuff for anxiety. But I, it, so when I first started, I legit needed it. Like I, when I started college, started getting severe panic attacks. Like I'd be sitting in class in a room full of 30 kids in some packed room and just start to freak out. Like you didn't I just had to smoke get weed or anything like that? Huh? You didn't just want to smoke weed or anything? Okay. We're talking about back in the day when weed was like illegal and it was considered a drug and yeah. you had to go meet some dude and he'd get some stuff and there yeah. wasn't like... Oh, I'm going to go down to the dispensary and talk to the fucking nerd weed about like the bud tender, the, the different <laughs> strains. And well, you know, I just want something that's really going to mellow me out. Like back in my day, it was like, I just want some good shit. That's going to get me high. I want to eat some snacks and listen to Led Zeppelin. Okay. It wasn't like, well, this weed is for bed and this weed is for anxiety. And this weed is for like, we didn't have that. Well, we do now. We used to have to drive to Vermont <laughs> to get the kind bud, which was super stanky, but really good. <laughs> All right. And you would play hours of Grand Theft Auto and eat pizza. 
I'm not going to lie. When I lived in California a couple years ago, I used to smoke weed in Playground Theft Auto. Yeah, <laughs> so much fun. I still like Grand Theft Auto. But anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, withdrawing. Oh, yeah. So I used to get prescribed all sorts of stuff. Um, not all sorts of stuff. Klonopin, mostly. And at first I needed it. Um, but then I, when I actually started getting into my addiction, like you would end up getting like a bottle of 30 days worth of Xanax for panic attacks and whatnot. They'd be gone after like four days. What? And then you would like withdraw from that feeling and then start over the next month when your prescription is renewed or whatnot. But like I was really cycle. surprised. I never had any seizures. Maybe I wasn't doing enough though. Yeah. Anyway, I feel really lucky. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay. On a lighter note. Changing topics. Changing topics. We're okay. going to talk about the bachelor. Yay. My favorite. <laughs> Better yet. The bachelorette. So okay. we all know that Katie's the new bachelorette. Do we? Yes. She's my favorite on last season. Okay. You saw her. You would know who she was if you saw her. Anyway, so she's the bachelorette right now. Um, and I've been listening to Caitlin's podcast. She's co-hosting it right now. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to hear all the details when she's allowed to talk about them. But people saw, if anybody had watched, um, crap, who season? Claire and Tasha season of The Bachelorette. Blake was on it. And he's a super good looking dude. But he always makes like sex jokes. He kind of reminds me of you. Like everybody could be having a serious comment and, super he, good looking and he would be like, that's what she said. Like in the middle of like a important conversation, like mm -hmm. he was just super like Silly. goofy. Yeah. Um, so if these people are so good looking and they're so special, why do they need a goddamn TV show? I don't know. Find, we don't like, need, we don't need to talk about that. We can talk about that in like two minutes, but anyways, what do you mean? You just brought up. I just, I just have one thing I want to say. Okay. So Blake was seen on site where they're filming Bachelorette right now. So mm -hmm. I think he's actually going to come back and be on Katie's season, which is super cool because she is the girl on Matt's season who showed up with a vibrator making sex jokes. These are too many seasons and too many names. I can't keep it all straight. Well, anybody who watched the past two seasons knows who I'm talking about. And I never even thought Blake and Katie would be a good couple, but I think that's kind of cool. Blake. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be looking for him. Blake's one of them, like, only, like, you have to be, like, a, I'll like show a you rich a picture kid of in him. California name. Um, he doesn't really look like a rich kid from California. Or a former basketball star that has freckles. That's not what he looks like. Okay. He's cute, kind of. Um, so, if he is... Okay, he's good looking. He looks like he should work on a farm. Yeah. Um, Like a rancher or something. Mm-hmm. He's a really nice guy, though. So he's jacked, right? Yeah. He's good looking. Is he nice? He's super nice. Okay. So why can't he find a girlfriend? I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. Like, why do we need a TV show to put? Like, I feel like it's all fake, and you're, they're not. just getting a bunch of good looking people. Uh, do you know? So from you... the network perspective, they're getting a bunch of good looking people, and they're going to put them on the show and cause drama on purpose because they know people like you are going to love it and they're going to watch. Yeah. And then Pantene Pro-V is going to pay them a shitload of money for a 30-second commercial. Whatever. Okay. Like, these people should be able to find I don't, true love, whatever you want that, to call it, dates fine. on their own. If they can't, there's probably something else wrong can with them. Can I them. get into... You can go ahead. Okay, so do you know how you get on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I'm assuming you send in a video. Mostly your friends or family members will nominate you. So like okay. if I thought if I had a friend who I was like, you're so fucking awesome. You've had shit luck with relationships. Um, I'm going to like send in a submission for her to be on The Bachelor. Okay. That's how a lot of people end up on it. Now, a lot of people too want 
and this if time, they called me and they're like, your friend submitted you, I'd be like, I'm going to go kick that kid's ass. Let and me I'm continue, not going to be in though. That's you. But a lot of people too, like for example, and Caitlin actually talks about this. She says a lot of people don't want to admit that they're on it for opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're on it and they're like, follow my Instagram. And yeah. Mm, well, like, and she said too, she said that she wanted to, you know, like, I think she said at the time, like she wanted to be a dancer. She wanted to be on TV. She wanted you know, that kind of stuff. But she was also single out of a really bad relationship and was hoping maybe I could find somebody. So she even says like, I'm not going to lie. I went on it originally thinking like, this is a good opportunity for me. So she goes on it. She thought that she loved the guy and then she got the bachelorette. And once you're like the bachelorette, then that's your time to actually find love. In my opinion is like, you have the 30 people who you can choose from or bachelor in paradise where it's a lot of men and women. It's not just like one person dating. I feel like it's not conducive to people being real though. When you have millions of people watching and cameras around you all the time. That's why I feel bad for the, it's like, like you never see anyone do little human mistakes. They all look like perfect on there. That's it's why I feel real. bad for the person who's like the bachelorette right now. That's why I feel bad for her because all the guys are going to be trying to be like on their best behavior. Yeah. Like, um, you don't think they ever wake up on a Thursday morning cranky and they're just a jerk. Well, to like, the, like they, never show that on the show it's always like andy dorfman right after she picked her dude she said like he was a different person right when he proposed and they walked out because he didn't want to look like an asshole on tv but a lot of people too like will go on the bachelor it doesn't work out then they'll go on bachelor in paradise and then you actually get to spend all that time with people like all day long bachelor in paradise how many that's my favorite one to watch that's when they're in mexico mexico's paradise yeah and there's like a lot of different like the old bachelor and bachelorettes coming in and out but um, I think that's the best one because they actually get to spend like all day and night with people. Whereas on The Bachelor, you get like a total of two hours the entire but, time with someone. Okay. Even if you get to spend like 24-7 with them, they're still being followed by cameras and people around. So they're going to they're gonna be on their best behavior and they're not going to be who they are. Oh, you'd be surprised. Are. They're going to they're gonna be who you want, who they want you to think they are. Sometimes, but I think after yeah. what I think by Bachelor in Paradise, like they're you, really comfortable and they, they don't care at that point. Like I think the Bachelor and Bachelorette, yeah, that's when they're like on their best behavior. But I think once they get to Bachelor in Paradise, they're more comfortable around cameras and then they act like I feel themselves. like everything's just weird nowadays. Whatever. I'm Back excited. in the day, you had to like, so this was like before social media and all that, but you had to and like dating apps and websites. You did go out with your friends to the bar or wherever and like see a cute chick and you had to go up and actually talk to her. You had to have the balls to approach her and, and risk getting shot down. We met in person. Especially in front of her. Or yeah, or you meet at school or at work or yeah. wherever. We met in person. So yeah. that still happens every once in a while. Yeah. Um. How, okay, so you've been watching a new show. Mayans. Mm-hmm. Which I think is stupid because nothing is going to be ever better than Sons of Anarchy. But okay, well, so if anybody knows, Mines is a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy. It's the other biker gang that was in the yeah. show. You, yeah, you can continue about the show because I haven't watched it. Okay, um, I don't really know too much to say. I think it's good. I really like Sons of Anarchy. I is don't it know as intense as Sons of Anarchy? Like, do you? I feel get, like the seasons are short. They're only ten episodes. Do you get attached which is to like the characters, a, like in Sons of Anarchy? Like, is there all that like drug use, love, like heartbreak, um, death? There is for a few of them. I feel like there's less characters though. Really? There's maybe like six or seven or eight main characters, and there's other people around, but you don't learn about the other characters as much. I feel like Sons of Anarchy, like the it's I, a real show. What's well, a real show? Sons of Anarchy. Is that your joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I feel like there were, you knew more about more characters in the show. Yeah, that's what you I'm saying. What like, I mean? you don't get as invested And the seasons in the where I was looking it up last night in IMDb because I was confused because I started watching the show. And I'm, I just started season three, which is, I think, the point that it's at actually now. It's like only up to season three, episode four or something like that. Um, and the seasons feel short, but the, I looked them up and they're 10 episodes long, which is nowadays like a typical season on Netflix or Amazon or whatever. They're, Some. 10, they're 10 episodes normally. Um, but Sons was, but like, Sons was like 13 to 14. Sense is like the best show ever. And then if you think about shows back in the day, like on, you know, your regular channel, like CBS or NBC, I don't know who still watches those. Like everyone streams now. Yeah. But, um, those are like 22 to 24 episodes per season. Yeah. They were much longer. I know, and I feel I miss- like, I feel like they're, I feel like series and shows are way better when they're longer and there's way more detail. I do too. Like there's just so much more into it Mm -hmm. when something's like, you know, there's shows on Netflix that are made. They're like English shows. They're good. They're like crime dramas or whatever. And their whole season will be like six episodes. And you're like, what the hell? Like, it's like something important happens and then they don't talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. Like something in Mayans happened. I hate when shows do that. They make, they have a scene or one episode where like some dude's going to, Oh, now I remember what it was in the beginning of Mayans. Like, they ended up, this one guy starts a side deal without the rest of the motorcycle club knowing um, with this like ex special forces crew that's super dangerous and they were going to start a side hustle. And then like the guy was just never in the show ever again and they never talked about it. That's what I mean. That's kind of like, me. it was kind of like the writers wrote it in, like it was going to go somewhere in the future. And then behind the scenes, like the crew, the, the director and the writers, whoever just decided like, now nah, we're not going to go that route. So then they just like, they didn't. You just never see the guy again. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, that bothers me. Yeah. Like, but I got to imagine I want it's super difficult to make a show like that. At the end of, um, crap, what was that one? Brandy and I talked about it recently. What was that one that I just watched with Katherine Heigl? Shit. I talked about it on a couple episodes ago. Katherine Heigl? It's one of the newer. Sounds familiar. Was it Two Women? Yes. It was on Netflix, right? Or Amazon? It's so, oh, Firefly Lane. Oh, um right. Yeah, so like the end of the, the end of that show, it's based off a book, and I, I have a feeling they're going to come out with a second season. But that show was so good and so intense. But the end of it, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like I watched all of this, and there's no exclamation for anything. Exclamation! Exclamation! Ex- Can you talk? No, and um, explanation. Explanation, <laughs> and for anything, and I had to Google it. I had to Google what happened in the end of the book because I was so confused. The book? Yeah, because it's a book. Okay. And anyways, I hate that. I hate being left with like not knowing and feeling so like unsatisfied well, books, after spending my so weekend binge watching. I feel book. like it's super difficult to take a book and make it into a good movie because there's so much more detail in a book. So I yeah. remember, I remember. Girl on a Train is a good example. That like, book was so good. I want to say, what's it, 2021? Over 10 years ago when um, Da Vinci Code was really big and everyone was reading it. This was before the movie with Tom Hanks. And it was like, I don't know, 600 pages, whatever it was. Yeah. 400 pages. And the book sucked. And it was super, super detailed. And it was really, really good. And then I was so excited when the movie came out and I saw the movie and I was like, well, that sucked. It's like Twilight. Like, because you just can't, like, if you were going to add all the details from the book into the movie, the movie would have to be 12 hours long. Or you could do parts. But it's so hard. So, like, there's this one part in the book where, like, Tom Hanks, who's, you know, following this path and whatnot, um, finds this other historian, um, shoot, who was the guy that played Magneto? Um, Ian McClellan. So in the movie, he meets him and they talk like in the book, 
it's like literally 45 pages of him going over the history of like Jesus and Mary Magdalene and like and all this the stuff movie. and super detailed in the movie. It's like four minutes of like, Oh, this painting that, okay, we're going to go find this and it's done. And you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like it skipped over so many details. 50 sheets of gray was like that too. They didn't have like half of the stuff. Like they made it more of like a sex movie when there was actually a lot of stuff that happened in the books. You mean like the books were more detailed where it didn't it had to it was do with like, like a story. relationship and story rather than just like here's my pleasure room, let me tie you yeah, up. Yeah, there were like really good stories in the books. So that I was kind of bummed out, but I still like them. Do you think it was weird they so the guy in that movie is oh. really good looking. Yeah, he is. Right. And the chick is not that hot. Yes, she is. She's pretty. That have you read you haven't read the book? She's though. not like she's not supposed to be. She's not fucking be. like Jessica Alba. She's hot. not supposed to be. If you read she the book, for the, the men that want to watch it. The way that they describe her in the book, she's perfect for it. She looks exactly so she's like supposed to be like a plain Jane who has yes. a pinky side. Yep. Okay. Well, if that's what librarian they were going for, type, then they nailed it. Librarian type looking girl. Can't she just be like a hot librarian? That's like she's you know, very pretty. She like never does her hair, makeup, and has glasses. She on doesn't in like the book. Ugly duckling, and then she showers, and she's like gorgeous. Brian. No. She is pretty. She's pretty. Dakota Johnson's very pretty. Is that her name? Yeah. She was in, um, wasn't she in Social Network? I just recently watched that, so. What? Yeah, with Justin Timberlake. And you, yeah, but guess who you have a, Jesse let the I audience know who you have a crush on more. Jesse Eisenberg. You're so weird. He's such a cutie pie. He's so weird looking. <laughs> I mean, he's not a bad looking guy, but you wouldn't be like. I have a nerd crush on You wouldn't him. be like, who do you think's really hot in Hollywood? Like, Jesse Eisenberg. No, I would. Definitely choose Jake Gyllenhaal over Jesse Eisenberg, but Jesse Eisenberg's just- Come home girl. after work one night, you're in the bedroom with like the door locked and you're just like watching Zombieland by oh, yourself. Oh, shut like, up. Mm, Jesse no. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back. So one of the shows that I've been watching um, this past week is Marriage or Mortgage. I'm sure anybody who listens to this podcast- Wait, let me guess. It's on TLC. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Okay. Yeah. So um, anybody who listens to this podcast, or that's not true, probably anybody who likes The Bachelor or those types of shows would like this show. I didn't think that I'd be as into it as I am, but I've already watched every episode besides one, so I only have one more to watch. But basically what it is, is there's these two women, they're business partners. One is a wedding planner. The other one's a realtor. So it's like love it or list it. Kind of, yeah. Same concept. They go through the couples and they have to make a decision. Yeah, and the couples have, say, for example, $30,000 to put down either on their dream home or for a dream wedding. Mom. And I agree. So some of the episodes... That shouldn't even be a choice. What's cool is, like, the wedding planner will, like, pull all these different tricks out. Like, one person on a $25,000 budget because of her was able to get, like, a helicopter ride for their wedding. Like, these crazy things to make it, like, an extravagant, like, dream wedding on a budget or um, their home that they want. And it's all based in Nashville. And this realtor is very smart. She's able to, like, you know, um, twist some arms and stuff like that to get them Well, first the of deals. all, they have a show – they have a television show. So right. like her real estate business is going to skyrocket once people 
like find out who she is. Yeah. And then like people in the local Nashville, like, oh, I remember I saw yeah. her. I liked her. I'm going to use her instead. So she'll show. The same thing with like the wedding planner. She'll probably start getting way more gigs and stuff just because you're their name gets out there. and it's amazing some it's of the stuff they for both of them. right and some of the stuff they do like the wedding planner has incredible ideas don't get me wrong but for example I'll just use this as, as an example there's a young couple like young 20s like 22 23 mm -hmm. they both lived at their parents home separately they were engaged mm -hmm. and their parents gave them thirty five thousand. i was gonna say where'd they get this 23 or thirty thousand dollars to put down either on their dream home or on a wedding right um, they showed them Wait, the parents told them they could make the choice. Yes. So, oh so they gave them the money. They went, they fell in love with this $450,000 house that they were able to afford though. So who knows like the details of that? Cause most of the houses, I'm not going to lie. People look at would be an art price range, like 300,000 mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, but so they look at this incredible house. I'm watching it like, Oh my God, I want to move to Nashville even more now. Like this house is so gorgeous. And, um, and they fall in love with it. But it's a home and like mm -hmm. then so their thing is oh, okay if we get married and use the money for a wedding we're gonna have to go back and live with our parents and be married or we can get this house and wait and save up for a wedding or maybe not have our dream wedding just a regular wedding those little idiots chose wedding at the end and it was like what are you doing so they spent thirty thousand dollars on a wedding and didn't get a home yeah and then there's some people who you're watching the whole time you're thinking they're gonna choose wedding like this one couple were saving themselves for marriage, um, but they ended up choosing house, which was really smart and like good for them, you know, but that show, it stresses me out so much because I'm like every single time choose mortgage. Like one person was smart. She wanted both really bad. So they got their dream home. Um, they were able to move like the stepdaughter in and stuff. They want to adopt a kid. And then they just went and eloped. Like that's yeah. smart. So now they're married. They can adopt the kid. So do any of the men actually care about the wedding? Yes. One of them, it was more primary focused on the dude than it was the I girl. Get wedding it. The I mean, a wet, so we had our wedding in November, right? And I had fun. It was great. We had a good time. Yeah. But like it's, it amazing. it's done and over in one day. Like you take all that money and you put it towards a house. Now, granted, we didn't spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars No. But you take that money, like that's building a future. Um, we were not only owning a home, but it's people. such a good like financial investment, especially with the way the housing market is now. Everything's well, and we had people who wanted to help us with our wedding a lot. So we were really lucky in that way too. Yes. But if we didn't have that, we probably would have had a much smaller like wedding or not like the venue Honestly, we had. I would have gotten married in the backyard and just had a party not or me. like gone to a beach or like literally signed a piece of paper at the courthouse and then just gone to Hawaii. I love like I just don't care. But that's I love leading up to the wedding, the whole experience and even though you were stressed out all the time. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. Looking back at it, like I had Freaking so much out, fun with my girlfriends nice. and mm -hmm. and then the actual wedding, like I was so worried certain things weren't gonna go right and then it just it did. Everything went fine. So but regardless, I would and still the week before it was freezing and hailing. It was hailing the morning we were setting up for the wedding. Remember how sick I got the day after the wedding? Everybody got sick. Yeah. Um, Thanks to Rue and Ariel. Thanks, Ariel. No. <laughs> hey, people. I'm just kidding. We found out later somebody had COVID too, but we're not going to talk about that. Did we? Somebody there had COVID, yeah. Someone there had COVID, huh? Are they okay? Yeah, they're okay. okay. You, you, I don't know. You know who they are. I don't know. The government and the news to, to tell me this COVID thing. We're is not getting scary. into COVID right now. We don't talk about <laughs> politics on this podcast. Okay. Not yet anyway. No, not at all. Okay. But, but anyway, 
they, well, okay. Unless you already have make really good money and you already have a home and stuff like that or a mortgage and you, it's an investment and whatnot, you really shouldn't be spending a bunch of money on a wedding. No. In my opinion. I agree Even with though that. I'm right. <laughs> Honestly, if I, if I was like a millionaire, I would have like flown everybody out to Hawaii and done it on the beach or something. So my cousin got married. My cousin, Lauren, um, she's a surgeon. And she married a guy who I think is in finance and they make a lot of money and they had a really fancy wedding in um, Washington, DC. Um, I didn't go, my dad went, but I mean that you're talking about people there that aren't like spending their entire life savings and doing a, like a fancy wedding rather than buying a house. You're no, talking about like people who have the means to, they do have so. the means to do that and it's not going to kill them. This TV show is completely different. Where it's, it's their like, life saving. It's like, you're going to spend 30 grand on a wedding and they, did they end up going home and living with their parents? Yeah. Wait, separately? Um, after their Why wedding, can't they, I, they can't get an apartment, nothing. They have to live with their yeah, mom and dad. Yeah, they wanted to save. I don't think they live separately, but I think. Oh, they so they lived with like one of their parents. I think, I think, I don't know. They didn't go into detail at first that they were living with separate parents, but I'm pretty sure after the wedding, they went and lived with their, obviously their parents were well off if they were able to give them that kind of money to put down. Yeah. Maybe they make good money and they weren't worried about it. And maybe the house was really nice and big mm -hmm. that they went and lived in. Yeah. But who knows? Um, so it's funny how we criticize that here, like in this country, it's so weird, but in like other places like Europe, mm -hmm. people live with their parents for a long time, sometimes even married couples, but most people don't move out of their parents' house regardless of their age, like until they get a wife and they start a family. Yeah. Like, but once you get a wife and start a family, you should move out of your parents' house. If you, I mean, obviously should, people have then... hardships, of course, but most people Everybody thinks different. I, I don't want to be married and they didn't want to live with their parents though. That's the thing is they're like, we want to get out of our parents' house. Okay. So they make smart decision. Get married. <laughs> yeah. It was really, house. it was really stupid. I didn't understand it or get eloped. Just elope. Get eloped. Get a elope. Elope. <laughs> and then have the wedding or have a wedding later or whatever. Um, I don't know. Marriage That's, or mortgage. You should watch it. It's really good. You'd actually it feels like like I have better things to do with my life no. than watch that show. If you, I want to move to Nashville really bad, so maybe if you watch that, I think show, I'd rather watch another episode of uh, Mayans than Marriage or Mortgage. Marriage or Mortgage is really good. It's trending. Do you think there's people <laughs> in Hollywood that just sit in rooms and they're just like? What should we come up with? What kind of bullshit show can we make that we these dumb Americans will watch? They'll watch anything, these I will. idiots. Like selling And then sunset? they just, they're like, how about we give people money? And they either buy a house or they get married. And people like you were like, I'm in. Yeah. Well, I thought the show sounded stupid at first until I actually sat down and watched it. And I really liked it. Okay. Do you know what I, do you know what I kind of am embarrassed to say? They're like, well, maybe not embarrassed, but... What was that show where like the people decide they're going to move? They're like, they're sick of this place here. And they go from like New York City to like the Caribbean. I think it's Caribbean life. Yeah. It's and they Caribbean just like. Life. That show's fucking awesome. And like the realtor will take them around and show them like three different properties. And they have to decide. You know why we one. like that show? So like. Because it's in our price range. All of those. Well, but also like it's just sometimes you're sitting at home and depending on what time of the year, it's a little cold. You're tired from work and whatnot. You're just like. You look at these beautiful, or you just sandy, want to gorgeous beaches and people eating fucking coconuts. And you're just like, 
I want a simple life. I just wish I was there right now with your toes in the water. Like, God, I want to go back to Hawaii so bad. Yeah, but well, I want to go to. I love Hawaii, but I want to go to different places. So if we're gonna go to a place like that, like we should look into going to the Caribbean. Bali. I also have always loved the idea of being a pirate. Okay. And what? Continue. And um, when I think of like old pirates and books and, you know, Blackbeard and all that shit, like they're all in the Caribbean. So um, I like that landscape too. Okay. I don't think you could I feel be like I'd be, a, I'd be a really good pirate. Brian, I don't think you would. I would. I mean, if I had to, I would cut my own leg off and have a peg leg. I would definitely have a parrot on my shoulder. Like the one, like Petey, the one. He would be an attack there. parrot, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of like that meth guy in Florida that had the attack squirrel. What? You didn't hear about this? No. Or was it Alabama? <laughs> I think there was a guy in Alabama or Arkansas, one of those southern states where people are nuts, and he had like there was a news story. Where news people article. are nuts. Yeah, you know, southerners. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Continue. Even though I like them a lot more. See, I grew up in Connecticut, and I like the South a lot better. Now. Yeah. Anyways, you know, continue. That's why I love Arizona. But anyway, yeah, this guy, there was a news story. Um, the guy had, like, he was into meth, mm-hmm. and he had an attack squirrel. That's fucking awesome. And he nicknamed it D's Nuts. Did it just, like, random? I swear to God, you can look this up. And, and then someone made a meme of it, and it was, like, a Florida man, and it was like, are you challenging me, bro? Because you always get these stories of like crazy ass people in Florida. Okay. You know? Are you looking it up right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah. Man with a tax squirrel. Uh, he had an attack squirrel. You know what I mean? He had to defend his meth Alabama. stash. He had to defend his meth stash when the cops oh, came to raid real it. Oh, he's cute. He was charged with the with guy or the squirrel? The squirrel. He was, Not if you try to take the guy's meth. He was charged with um, wildlife offense. Good. Was the squirrel charged with assault or? No, he was only 35. Mickey Joel Polk, illegal possession of wildlife. And training it to be a ninja or? Um, Was it actually a ninja? I don't know. How do you train an attack squirrel? I don't know. It's kind of freaking baller though. Like good for him. I feel like you would need to like. You have to be up all night on meth. Yeah. And you would need to get like Caesar Milan in a room with like Mr. Miyagi and you'd have to like put their heads together or like the crocodile hunter, you know, that guy. And that's how you would train an attack squirrel. It says, um, he hasn't denied having a pet squirrel, which is illegal under state law, but he did deny police allegations that he fed meth to the squirrel to make it aggressive. Oh yeah. That's insane. Never did meth. That's good. I think I accidentally did once like a long time ago. Accidentally. Yeah. How do you accidentally do meth? Um, I was partying. It was a long time ago, so nobody come for me. But we can talk about it later. Okay. You don't want to mention it. I did have a friend. He told me this story once. He was at a concert. So I don't know how many concerts you've been to, but people pass pipes around. You know what I mean? They're just... Yeah, and you think it's weed and it's not? So this kid that I know, and I'm not going to say names, but he was you know, at a concert. And this is back up in Connecticut. We like our hippie oh, music up there. I think you told there. me this. So it was like Dave Matthews or Fish or whatever i don't remember wanting to just chill the fuck out and yeah like people pass pipes around that are like what are supposed to be weed like a glass bowl Mm -hmm. and he was in a row with people and someone passed him and he took a hit and the second he took that hit he was like 
that's not weed. <laughs> and he ended up smoking crack by accident. So Did I don't know what fun? happened. I don't remember and I don't want to make up the story, mm-hmm. but I do remember him telling me this, like he accidentally smoked crack one time. Hopefully you just rode with it. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do at that point? Have fun. I mean, you actually- also, I've never done crack, but the high, I've I don't never think it lasts either. very long. I'm pretty sure it's like a super short, like, like really minutes. intense. Like really intense, but really good high. Like 30 minutes or I something. No I don't know. Idea. I've never done crack either. So. I'm assuming it's probably a while the first time you ever do it. And then the more you do it, it probably goes down to like a couple minutes or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I know Coke doesn't last too long. Coke usually lasts a couple hours, doesn't it? But you have to keep doing it. Yeah, you have to keep doing it. Yeah. I did but, Coke a few times. Didn't really like it. Yeah. I'm already talkative and it made me like super I was, talkative. Every time I used to do that, I would get super talkative. But I didn't, okay, so it's not, to me, it wasn't a great euphoric feeling like. It's not. It's a. Um, like like um, ecstasy or like Oxycontin. I've like never that. done ecstasy. You With Coke, it's more like you feel like yourself. You just feel really awake and really. You're just super energized. Feel I feel like people do Coke just so they can stay up and drink more. I feel like that's what it is. It's like you might I as well just do I used to do, do Coke without drinking all the time. I, not all the time. But you've done it. But I, I don't know. We've all done shit in our past. I'm a good girl now. I don't do anything like Listen, that. Listen, you're you're feeling embarrassed that you just mentioned that and you need to relax. No one cares. I have a I literally have a dog puzzle on my table that I've been working on of dogs. Uh, so puzzles. now because you mentioned that, you're trying to go the extreme yeah. opposite end and pretend like you're an old lady. I am a grandma. I have a dog puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done drugs. It's a, I mean, unless you're sober. But. I know. I could tell some really fun stories, though, on a different podcast. That'd be actually kind of <sighs> Maybe later episodes. on when you get more comfortable. Yeah, that'd be a fun episode. Um, so I asked some girls on this group I'm a part of on Facebook to send me messages. What's this group you're a part of? I'm not going to say the name because I told them it'd be anonymous. Oh, okay. Um, but... <clears throat> I, they did send me a lot of different stories about. Who some, still uses Facebook? What is it? Two thousand. I use it for my groups that. So like I, I'm a part of a couple different groups that are specific for my interests, and I just go on there and you feel like you can like openly have conversations with people about like stuff that interests you without like your friends and family seeing it. You know what I mean? Like they're private groups. Yeah, but I feel like the only people that use Facebook are parents. Well, it's really nice for girls because like this group is like strictly girls. Or like gay men. Like you have to have a password to get in. The group you're in is for girls or gay men. Yeah, there's, well, there's, I'm sure guys could get on if they, but you, like you have to. Isn't that restrictive? I'm a straight white male. It's extremely restrictive. I'm not allowed It's a private group. I'm not allowed to have an opinion? Not in this group. They probably wouldn't like my opinion. No. And I feel left out though. I feel excluded. Like it's it's illegal that I'm not. Well, it's I really like. I don't even have Facebook. It's super supportive. So if you have any questions or want like recommendation on like products, it's awesome to be a part of it. Products. Um, What kind of products do girls and gay men have in common? Do I want you to answer that? (laughs) There's so many, but um, anyway. So let me get into some of these stories. Okay. Um, we can have a guy's opinion on them. So well, then we'd have to go find a real man. Okay, so I'm just going to start reading some of them. Again, these are anonymous, and some of them might not be as big of a hit as others, but we'll just go with it. So are you going to read these, and I'm going to give my opinion? Yeah, and I've only briefly skimmed over them because I wanted to, like, really read them on here. Okay, so this one says, I went on a mountain weekend trip the whole time. So A mountain mm -hmm. weekend? Okay. So she's – I think that this is, like, one of their first dates or something. She didn't get into it. 
So this girl went on a first date with a dude not into a mountain. I don't know if it's this their is first, not starting. Though. I don't know if it's for sure their first date, but they just started like seeing okay. each other. I'm assuming because I said, give me your worst like date stories. Okay. Um, went on a mountain weekend trip. The whole time we we were there, he kept talking about other girls, his exes, etc. Would tell me he kept how cute he thought the waitresses were, how he wanted to sleep with an Aussie, like an Australian. Chick. Yeah, not a, not Aussies. a dog. Okay. We stayed what? the night. <laughs> Why would you go there? We stayed the night and he brought people home from the bar to our hotel room. I woke up and he was gone. When he gets back, he tells me he had a threesome with another couple. And when I started crying, he said, Damn, your hangovers are bad, hey? We drove back in complete silence and he started giggling. I asked what was funny and he pointed to his ear and said, Podcast. He left me with no radio while he while he had a headphone and listening to a podcast. That's a shitty guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a comment for that other than he just sounds like a douche. And yeah, that know, one's awful. Like, okay, so my take is on it that if you want to be a party guy or be single or whatever, like no one can blame you. If you want to go throughout your life and never get married, never have kids, like why is it someone else's business to tell you you're living your life wrong? That's fine. But you do have to be upfront and honest about it. Don't take so a like, girl on a weekend. So trip. yeah, this guy, like if he wants to go out and meet people and have threesomes or whatever, that's fine. But don't take the girl on like some weekend trip acting like it's going to be the two of you. And like and bring then, people home from the bar. And then, yeah, especially if that girl's not into it. And talk like, about how hot other people are. Uh, talking about your ex, talking about the hot waitress, like that's just. Inappropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one isn't that bad. She said that there's just a lot of red flags. <clears throat> Um, this girl honestly sounds really nice. She said she was set up on a blind date. So I could only put myself in her shoes if my friend like that. I don't know if I've ever gone <laughs> on a blind date. I feel like that's a horrible decision. Yeah. So she was set up on a blind date. She said, we hung out in a group setting. He kept going back and forth to the bathroom to do coke. And she said, which wait, wait, wait. set up on a blind date. What do you mean in a group setting? So there was like a bunch of people together and probably said like, Hey, like I'm going to bring my friend for you to meet. Like, okay. So then, there's like six or eight or 10 of them. Or yeah. Okay. Um, he kept going back and forth to the bathroom to do Coke, which judging by the frequency, sounds like you'd get along with him. It was a lot of it. He was really nice and funny, but he also wanted to drink heavily. It was a Monday night. <laughs> Okay, so he's a drug addict and an alcoholic yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, she said, I kept declining because I had to work in the morning. He declining what? The uh, party? Yeah. Okay. He texted me all day, every day for two weeks. I didn't even answer half of them. And whenever I bump into him, he starts texting me again. She just wrote really nice and funny, but he had all the red flags. <laughs> I'm not judging his habits, but it was a lot. So he's probably a nice guy that has a good personality. He just has an addiction issue. If she said he's nice and really funny... Mm -hmm. You know, he's yeah. probably a decent guy. Well, just, she sounds like a decent girl too. Cause she's not even like, that honestly sounds like me. Is she talking about me? No. Cause back in the day I was a really nice, funny guy, but yeah. This one's just funny to me. Okay. This one says, this is a long time ago, but I met a guy and after our date, which went well, he blew up my phone about how he saw pictures of me on a Craigslist sexual encounter page and demanded it was me because she looked like me and apparently stood like I did. I had to prove to him that that girl was definitely not me by showing him a picture of my actual bedroom. And once he agreed it wasn't, I cut off all communication and he started sending me pictures of him writing sorry on his body with paint. He sounds like a serial killer. Yeah. Like, why are you even on a sexual encounters page on Facebook too? After Is that like the men seeking women type shit? Mm -hmm. Dude, is there anything creepier than Craigslist? Maybe the deep web, but like. Yeah. The dark net. But the dark web. Like, 
men seeking men, men seeking women, like whatever. Like Craigslist. Who's, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I feel like Craigslist is like the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. That's where like the super creeps hang out. Okay, hold on. There was one that was funny. Maybe it was all a ruse just so he could get a picture of her bedroom. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was just really creepy. Do we know if she's still alive? She is because she messaged me. Oh, okay. Um, okay. This can be the last one for now. Um, went on a blind date with a guy who from the beginning reminded me of my brother. Not his fault, but I think he could sense that I wasn't into him romantically. Wait, wait. went on a blind date with someone who looks... Reminded her of his of her brother when she met him on the blind date. So she didn't know him before she agreed to go on a date. What's up with all these blind dates? I don't know. Clearly, they don't work that well, though. Um, Wasn't into him romantically, so he proceeded to get drunk by ordering two um, absinthe. Yeah, cocktails. The bar actually limits a guest or guest to two of these cocktails for the evening because they were so potent. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he gets drunk and I'm trying to find a way to get out. And he starts acting oddly, like rubbing his arm and slowly saying, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? And he thinks the spider just bit him. Um, I was not sure whether to be shocked a spider had potentially been in his sweater all night or that he was just bitten by a bug. So I told him to excuse himself and go to the restroom. I'm frantically texting my friends to save me. He comes out 15 minutes later and says, indeed, it was a spider bite. I told him I thought the date should be finished and that I was going to go. And he asked if he could have a ride home or to the hospital. I declined both. Maybe he lived. Maybe he didn't. Um, Was his name Peter? Because I'm pretty sure that dude turned into Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe she missed out on that one. So I did have one girl show up and say the guy lied about his height and that he was like way smaller than her. That was that happened to me too. Go to you. I did talk. About yeah. That. So this guy, uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but I could have sworn back in the day you would hear rumors that like absinthe had like something in it, like a hallucinogen. I've or heard something. that too. Like it wasn't just alcohol. Yeah, I've heard that too. So I, again, I don't know how legally they would get away with that. Like, how can you sell an alcoholic drink that also has like a loop? Maybe it's just some old like wives tale or something. I was watching an episode but, of Vanderpump Rules where Jackson James did it. And they said that they saw like things on the walls and stuff. That's weird. Yeah. Like, so like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like this guy had too much absinthe, started hallucinating. And then he fuck it. Do we know if the spider was radioactive? No. Because, <laughs> like, he could have easily turned into Spider-Man. No, we don't know. And we don't know if his name was Peter. Peter Mm-mm. Parker. No, okay. Um, let me see. Do you have any more stories? I don't think I've ever been set up on a blind date. I can't remember. Oh, I do have more. Um, Hold on one second. We were friends, and he was so sweet. This is what the listeners really want. I'm sorry. Okay. Dead time. Okay. This will be the last one. Went on a date with this guy who has asked me out several times, which I kindly declined. He was very persistent. So I eventually caved. We were. See, persistence is key. Clearly not. Um, Your first instinct is key. Um, It's key for him because he finally got his date. We were, it was key for her because it didn't go well. <laughs> we were friends and he was so sweet, but I wasn't into him. The date was horrible. He showed up 15 minutes late to pick me up. We started at a restaurant where his friend was the manager. He bragged about that. He told me I could get whatever I wanted to drink. My friend's manager at Applebee's. Check me out. Um, told me I could get whatever I wanted to drink, then shamed me for getting a glass of Rom Bar. I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. So, um, 
After we finished appetizers and drinks, he made me feel bad about the bill, then joked that it was comped after I pulled my credit card out. Also during dinner, he pounded drinks. Then he took me to a club that was having a soft opening and bragged about knowing the owner. We got there and there weren't they weren't having an opening party, no food, no drinks. He pretty much excluded me from all conversations. Then he took me to a horrible roadhouse restaurant slash bar and proceeded to drink even more. I wanted to go home and we had a hard time getting a cab. After waiting an hour and a half, still no cab, he said he was fine to drive me home and I seriously just wanted the night to end so I let him drive me home, which I shouldn't have. We get to my house and he said he was too drunk to drive home and needed to stay the night. I was floored. It was so awful and we never went out again. That sounds like a bad night. Yeah. Sounded like he was just trying to impress her the whole night. Yeah. Like trying to be a show off. Mm-hmm. It's weird he would act that way when he, like, she said no to him asking her out multiple times and then he was persistent and then she finally, like, you would think if, like, a guy's going to be persistent and actually likes a girl and she says no and he just kept asking her out, you know what I mean? Like, he would treat her really well and be like, I actually really like this girl. Instead of just getting Instead of just being like, my friend's the manager here and I know the owner there and I'm going to act all cool and. And make stupid jokes. And Well, I make stupid jokes. No, but, like. Oh, like, oh, the bill's going to be so expensive. And then when she pulls her card out, I'm just kidding. It's comped. Like, it's just douchey. Yeah, it's not even Like, funny. he's, like, trying to brag that yeah. it's comped. Oh, it sounded like he was just trying to be a show off the whole night. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, we're going to What did we learn? Stop going on blind dates yeah, with people. Yeah, I think stop going on Find blind. your own person and ask them out yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea for sure. Don't listen to your friends. Or, like, someone's <laughs> mother, like... Don't. Oh, my client has a son your age, and you guys would be great together. Yeah, don't listen to that. Like, no. Okay, guys. So we are going to take just one more break. I have to pee. <laughs> and then we <laughs> Nobody wants to know that. We need to take a pee break. But we will be right back, and then we're going to have Brian tell an embarrassing story. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Brian is going to tell an embarrassing story. I feel like I've told a lot of them on the podcast and I will continue to tell more. So I don't think that I need to. I feel like you're putting me on the spot. This is unfair. I agreed to come on this show. <laughs> and now, you're my husband. What does that mean? You owe me. I owe you for <laughs> marrying me? Yeah. Listen, can we talk about whose Easter basket was way better today? Yeah, that's not fair. I went to Target after work yesterday. Okay. I waited until yesterday too and I did amazing and mine looks like dog shit. I'm sorry. He's not wrong. It's okay. There's, yeah, mine's really great. What did I get you? You got me um, Z-Quill because I've been having trouble sleeping lately. Mm -hmm. You got me Snickers because I always eat your Snickers. Yep. Um, little baby Snickers too, by the way. You guys put those in the, the fridge and then eat minis. them. They're so good. Got you Peeps because everyone needs Peeps on Easter. I love Peeps. Um, I got... Oh, I got chapstick because I always steal your chapstick. And I got you a pack of three of the I, My favorite kind of chapstick. I don't like the more mm -hmm. expensive ones. Those ones always make my lips more chapped. Mm -hmm. I love like the Carmex like gel hard ones. Those are the best. Um, oh, and a lot of scratchers, but I didn't win anything on that. And them. a nice card. And this really sweet card. And okay. a Mega Millions Powerball ticket. Yeah, so we don't know yet if I'm a millionaire. If I if I do become a millionaire, the sound quality on these these podcasts are going to be so much better. Yes, and we'll have gonna, we'll have a studio yeah, and we'll, we'll have cameras. It'll be sick, you guys. And oh, also, I do want to say so you guys we are going to start a YouTube channel for this podcast probably next. We'll look at you. 
probably next week the channel will be able to go up and running. Um, we are going to do something kind of fun. We're going to have Markel come here and I am going to dye his hair. And he doesn't know what color I'm going to dye it. He doesn't know anything. And it's going to be. It's not the same thing we did before because he knows. I'm going to do something different. Oh. And it's just, it's going to be a blast. And we're going to put that on the YouTube channel. We're also. One of those old Rodman haircuts from the Bulls in the 90s. He had like leopard hair. I'm. You don't know who I'm talking about. Well, I'm also you? not going to talk about it on this in case the off chance Markel hears it. He's got a life. He's not listening. Um. What? That's mean. I have a life and I listen to it's plenty a, of podcasts. I'm kidding. Okay. Well. But anyway, my Easter basket killed. Yeah, he did a really good job. Mine sucked. Um, um, it looks like she went to the bathroom aisle of Walmart and got me like a plastic. It's not even an Easter basket. What is that? It's like a basket that you would keep like vitamins in your closet in. Well, I was hoping I could use it after Easter. Oh, so you bought, so it's one of those self gifts. No, I you bought it for yours yourself. Yours sounds like a self gift. And gave it to me. Yours sounds like a self. The only gift. thing in there that would partly be mine is if you won the Mega Millions. Um. Also, you bought me all that stuff so I could stop using yours. N no, I don't care if you use mine. I bought it for you to be nice because you know. needed it. I know, but also they were out of Easter baskets when I went. So the guy made me feel really stupid. I was like, hey. Where are your Easter baskets? He goes, um, we ran out of those like three days ago and walked away like an asshole. So that's another thing, guys. Customer service. Be fucking nice to people. I got yelled at at Taco Bell last week Something for asking for more Something changed in this world over the past decade or two. I don't know. But like customer service used to be an actual thing. Where like when you'd go into a store, like the people would greet you with a smile and say, hello, like how can I help you and be friendly. Now they're just angry. Like – People are just jerks nowadays. I had, so I went with to talk about with my mom. They seem like annoyed that you're there to spend money. It's like, yeah. what? The and I asked for more hot sauce and the guy got real mad. Like he was like, how many and what kind? Like just angry and then like threw him in the bag and like handed me the bag without even looking. Yeah. And then I went with um, Jordan for lunch yesterday and I was like, I'm sorry, can I have like a couple more hot sauce? And she grabbed them and rolled her eyes and threw them in the bag. Mm -hmm. And Jordan said it's because the hot, they had like the hot sauce out somewhere, but they haven't the whole time with COVID. So how would I know that? You know, I feel like, but even still, even if a customer was stupid, like I wouldn't roll my eyes and be mean to them. Like I would just talk about them after they left. There's just something happened to where like people are just not polite anymore. Like remember back and you'd see these old movies in the 1950s and stuff and uh, people were just friendlier. It was like, I don't know what it was, but yeah. it feels like, now granted, I wasn't alive back then, but it seems like you'd go into a place and it was like, the people that worked there were happy that they had consumers because if you have consumers that are spending money, like the business flourishes and you keep your job. That's what you would think. You, you would think, like if you go into a place and people are jerks and they're just not happy to be there, like you're not going to keep going there and spend money and they're going to go under and then there goes that person's job. But like, yeah. I don't know. My parents raised me to try to be like a gentleman. So like, when nice you're in a place, people. be friendly, be nice. Try to it, like, it's really not, you don't need hard. to be the person's best friend, but like put a smile on your face and be friendly. You're getting Hold. paid. It's not just about uh customer service when you're at your job either. Like just be a nice person. Hold the door for people. Yeah. When you're one thing I've been trying to do lately that I'm not the greatest at, but I try to do is I try to let people in to traffic or when I'm driving. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even if I have the right of way, I try to wave them in. I try to, too. Because, like, I don't know. We could all just be a lot nicer to each other. I agree. 
Um, you're trying to get off topic on your, off of your embarrassing stories. So do you have one? I was not trying to do that on purpose, but that is a good idea. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of embarrassing stories. I can only remember one. Have you ever shit yourself? No, I'm an adult. I don't do that since I've worn diapers. Oh yeah. I, that's, that's not a thing with me. Okay. They're, do you remember the one time I almost did when we were leaving Sedona? There's toilets for a reason, and you just go to the bathroom. You don't need to. What if you don't have pants. that opportunity? Like, how is shit coming? Sorry, I, sh I should be nicer on this podcast. How is poop getting from like your intestines down like that quickly where you can't? Clearly. Like, I've, I've, I've. I've had like moments where I felt an onset coming quickly and I'm like, okay, I got to find a bathroom. No, I don't think. But I've never been poop. like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh no, there's poop in my pants. I don't think you have actual stomach issues then. I don't. Okay. Anyways, yeah. back. What's your one embarrassing story? Okay. The one I can remember was, um, so back in, in Connecticut in elementary school, we took, um, Spanish class. Uh -huh. I think it started in third grade. I want to say. So you would take it for third, fourth, fifth, sixth, through on whatever. And then if you did enough by like high school came around, you got a pass for like, you know, the high school requirement or whatever. So um, this, I want to say was like, it had to have been third or fourth grade. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was third grade. Um, and I, for some reason, picked it up quickly. I was really good at Spanish. And then our school had a Spanish spelling bee. Um, and I won for our school for whatever age group it was. So then we had to go to like the district. Um, and I don't even know how far this went up, if it went national or whatnot, but it was like, so my, I was the winner of like my age for our elementary school. And then we had to go to another school in our town and like six or seven in our town, I think I had five elementary schools. So the champions of all those schools had to go and meet for like a district round. And then how if you, cute. yeah. And then if you won like the district, you had to go to like regional or state or something. That's I so think. cute. Yeah. So I won our school and then I, um, I went to the district one um, and it was at another school and all the kids were put up on the stage in individual chairs. And when it was our turn, we had to get up and walk to the front of the stage and stand there with a, one of those giant microphones, like a microphone stand. Yeah. And the person like who was running it, whatever, would be in the audience and they would say like the word and you had to repeat the word just like a spelling bee yeah. in Spanish. But I didn't, I don't think I'd ever been in front of that many people before. And I got up on stage and I was absolutely terrified. Aww. And so I walked up and got so nervous. I ended up peeing my pants. Did people see? I don't. Okay. So my memory of it was that I had khakis on or something. And when I got so nervous and I peed, it felt like. See, I poop when I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it felt like I peed so much that I emptied my entire bladder, but I feel like it was like you couldn't see it. Yeah. So it was probably a little bit and my so brain sad. was like freaking. So I went up, right? And I spelled the first word correctly. And then I was so terrified the second time that I spelled the second word wrong on purpose. So I just had to be done with it. I would probably, I could see my. And I remember word. after I spelled the word wrong on purpose, because I was like, I don't ever want to come up here again. Um, I went off to the side of the stage um, and I, I start, started crying and told my parents what had happened. And they like, um, like ushered me out the side or whatever. So like, it's okay, Bri. It's okay. Like, Aww. you know what I mean? They're, they're really good parents. That's but so yeah, cute. I got so terrified. I peed my pants. Aww. So that was pretty embarrassing. That's cute though. But I do yeah. feel bad for you. I'm trying to think of like. Adult. Yeah. A lot of my embarrassing stuff probably has to do with like being drunk or high. Cause I was a drug addict and I don't want to 
Have you ever tooted during sex? No. I Okay. So we can get off this topic. I have pretty good control of my bodily functions. <laughs> unless, unless I'm nine years old at a Spanish spelling bee. Okay. Okay. I don't accidentally fart during things or poop <laughs> my pants or like, is this a thing with you? Okay, guys. So, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and end the podcast now. Um, if you want to follow Brian on Instagram, Brian, what is your Instagram? It's not important. If you want to follow me, you can find me. I think it's like B Bisky or something like that. B Bisky too. Yep. Um, mine is Addie Bisky. And of course, our podcast Instagram is Relatable AF Podcast. And we will be posting more stuff on there shortly. Um, but please give it a follow. If there's anything that you'd like to hear, any guests that you would like on, go ahead and comment down on this post. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. See ya.